All right, all right, all right. It's medication time. It's medication time. It's time for another Dr. Kafara podcast. I'm Dr. Kafarga. This episode, I'll be reviewing Don't Look Up, which is a 2021 American satirical science fiction film written, produced, and directed by Adam McKay. Stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence as two astronomers attempting to warn humanity via media tour about an approaching comet that will destroy all of human civilization in an extinction-level event. It also stars Rob Morgan, Jonah Hill, Mark Lenz, Tyler Perry, Timothy Calumet, Juan Perlman, Ariana Grande, Scott Mascudi, uh, Hamish Patel, Melanie Linsky, and, with, and uh, along with uh, Kate Blanchett and Meryl Streep. It's a satire on the government and media indifference to the climate crisis. All uh, right, so this film uh, first got released. I have limited, limited theatrical release on December 10, 2021, and became uh, streaming on Netflix on December 24, 2021. All right, so if you haven't seen this, I'm going to start going over the plot in five, four, three, two, one. Kate Dibiowski, a Michigan State University astronomy PhD candidate working along with the Subaru Telescope, uh, discovers a unknown comet that was previously never been seen before. Professor Dr. Randall Mendy calculates that it will impact the Earth in about six months and it's large enough to cause a planet-wide extinction event, which NASA internally confirms. Uh, accompanied by NASA's Planetary Defense Coordinator Office Head, Dr. Teddy Oglethorpe, Dibiowski and Mendy uh, present their findings to the White House, but are met with apathy from President Janie, uh, Janie or- Orlean and her son, Chief of Staff Jason Orlean. Oglethorpe urges Dibiowski and Mindy to leak the news of the media, which they do on a morning talk show hosted by Brie Avanti and Jack Bremer. When the host treats the topic frivolously, Dibiowski loses her composure and rants about the threat, prompting widespread online mockery. Dibiowski's boyfriend publicly denounces her, while Mindy receives public approval for his good looks. The actual news about the Collins threat receives little public attention and is then denied by Orlean's director of NASA, a top donor to Orlean with no background in astronomy. When Orlean is involved in a sex scandal with her Supreme Court nominee, she uses the crisis to divert attention from it, announcing a project to strike and divert the comet using nuclear weapons. Uh, the mission successfully launches, but Orlean probably aborts it when Peter Isherwell, billionaire CEO of the tech company Bash and another top donor, discovers that the comet contains trillions of dollars worth of rare earth elements, while the White House agrees to commercially exploit the comet by fragmenting and recovering it from the ocean. Using new technology proposed by Bash's Nobel laureates and a scheme that does not undergone scholarly peer review, the uh, White House sidelines Dibiowski and Oglethorpe while hiring Mendy as national science advisor to co-opt him. Uh, Dibiowski tries to mobilize public opposition to the scheme but gives up under threat from the Orlean administration. Mendy becomes a prominent voice advocating for the comet's commercial opportunities and begins an affair with Avanti after another appearance on her show. World opinion is divided by among those who demand total destruction of the comet, while those who decry alarmism and believe that the mining the comet will create jobs, and those who deny infi- uh, uh, that the comet even exists. Yubiowski returns home to Illinois and begins a fatalistic relationship with Yule, a shoplifter she meets at a realty job. Uh, Mendy's wife, June, discovers his infidelity. Becoming angry and frustrated, Mendy rants on live television, criticizing Orlean for downplaying the impending apocalypse, questioning humanity's indifference. Uh, Come off from the administration, Mindy reconciles with Dibiowski as the comet becomes visible to Earth. Mindy, Dibiowski, and Oglethorpe organize a protest campaign on social media against Orlean and Bash, telling people to just look up and calling for other countries to conduct comet interception operations of their own. Orlean administration launches a counter-opposing campaign, Don't Look Up, 
Orlean cuts China, India, and Russia out of the comet mining deal, so they prepare a joint effort to deflect the comet, but their spacecraft explodes in the launch pad. Ash's attempt to break into comet apart also goes awry and fails, so Ishwell, Orlean, and others in the, their elite circle board a sleeper spaceship designed to find an Earth-like planet, inadvertently leaving Jason Orlean behind. His Orlean offers many two places on the ship, but he declines, choosing to spend a final evening with his family. Dibieski, Yule, and Oglethorpe. Uh, the comet hits the planet as expected, rendering it uninhabitable as they're eating uh, their final meal together. Or the last supper, I guess. <laughs> After 22,740 years, the survivors are awakened and land on a lush alien planet. They briefly admire it before Orlean is killed by a native animal and others of its kind surround them, uh, presumably eating them all. Uh, post credit scene shows or- Jason Orlean emerging from the rubble, apparently the sole survivor, trying to post on social media. Okay, the, uh, this movie is way too long. I didn't like parts of it. I thought it was a fake. Ver- like it, To me, it wanted to be like idiocracy. and It was trying too hard to be woke. I guess that's the term for it. Fake woke. Too long, let me put it that way. That's what she said. Uh, I've heard that before. Um, and then, <laughs> uh, to do that joke. I did like the, the fact that hit her cokehead's son survived. He was like the only he was like the only survivor, <laughs> just because she left him there and he didn't want to leave. Uh, overall, I liked the acting, but the story went way too long, and it seemed like a rip off of Idiocracy. And I think they were trying too hard uh, to promote their climate change stuff instead of like focusing on the uh, the comment aspects of it, so to speak. You know what I mean? It just, I don't know. It was just okay. Uh, and I normally like Leo's movies, but this one was just okay. Uh, peace out, peeps. Have a good one, Dr. Farrow. Podcast be on here for six times per week, per usual. And hope everybody's having a good week. Peace and love. Peace.